You're listening to BBC Seven. You adventurous little W. I'm sorry I haven't a clue. The antidote to panel games. At the piano is Colin Sell, and your chairman is Humphrey Littleton. Hello and welcome to I'm Sorry I Haven't a Clue. You join us for a second week at the Alhambra Theatre in the fine Yorkshire city of Bradford. The magnificence of the Alhambra attracts visitors from the world over, who, as they marvel at its Andalusian splendour and take in the, <laughs> take in the breathtaking vistas afforded by the snow-capped Sierra Nevada, <laughs> pause only to question whether they might have come to the wrong part of West Yorkshire. <laughs> Bradford's heritage lies in the industrial growth of the Victorian era. Thanks to the local abundance of coal and iron ore, the city boasts many educational establishments of technical excellence, producing the world's finest mechanical, electrical and civil engineering graduates, who these days go on to work in some of Cardiff's finest call centres. <laughs> Bradford is also known for the arts, and the composer Frederick Delius was born here. He, of course, wrote Sonata for Strings and Dance Rhapsody No. 2, but is perhaps best remembered for Delius' How to Cook. <laughs> Every industry at one time flourished here, and in 1952, the Bradford-manufactured Jowett Javelin Motorcar won the prestigious non-stop Le Mans 24-hour race. Possibly the last time a British-built motorcar ran for a whole day without breaking down. <laughs> Acknowledging the city's agricultural links is Bradford City Farm. City farms are the places where visitors can taste the experience of authentic farm life by watching sheep and cattle being force-fed spinal cord. <laughs> before being chased off his land by a miserable gun-toting farmer. <laughs> However, Bradford City Farm is not like this, as we know following our visit from the BBC libel lawyer. <laughs> Bradford today is a city with many links to remind us of a bygone age which many are happy to forget. <laughs> Let's meet the team. <laughs> On my left, Graham Garden and Barry Cryer. <laughs> and on my right, Sandy Toxvig and Tim Brooke-Taylor. And please welcome the lovely lady whose enthusiasm and eagerness to score makes things so easy for us. <laughs> the ever-delightful Samantha. Okay, let's get on with the first round, which I noticed this week is called Round One. <laughs> and as one might guess from that title, it's all about words and their meanings. For example, many people are ignorant about the difference between imply and infer. Imply describes the expression or suggestion of a notion in a subtle or indirect manner, whereas infer describes somebody who makes his living selling mink coats. (laughs) 
as words are constantly changing their meanings, I'd like the teams to share with us any that they may have noticed recently. Sandy, would you care to start, please? Rebut, having your bottom lifted. <laughs> uh, Miniscule, a toddler's playgroup in Liverpool. Tim? Mastiff. Boys at a pri- <laughs> Mastiff. Boys at a Britney Spears concert. <laughs> I got overexcited. <laughs> Dentist. Man who fixes your car. Lactose, the effect of frostbite. <laughs> Dissident, foreigner pointing out damage to your car. <laughs> Disguise, pointing out the foreigner who's pointing out... <laughs> Cock-a-leaky, pros <laughs> prostate problem. <laughs> It's not clever and it's not funny. Custard. To swear after stepping in something. <laughs> Dilatory, conservative sex aid. <laughs> you can tell them what to do with it, I dare say. <laughs> Donut, eccentric millionaire. <laughs> Donut, you see, it's an eccentric ah. millionaire. If I could say, not a millionaire, I'd have got that completely wrong, and I'm a complete and utter ass. Good night. <laughs> Tim Brooke Taylor, who died today. <laughs> Hullabaloo, how to greet a bear. Fiasco, unsuccessful wall painting. <laughs> Cryogenics, modesty forbids. <laughs> Geranium, <laughs> the cry of the parachute regiment's flower arranging display team. <laughs> Castigate, to have a nasty accident climbing into a field. Combat. Combat, an aggressive marsupial. <laughs> Artifact, pretentious statistic. Onion bargee, French canal boat. <laughs> Hebrew, Jewish tea bag. <laughs> the teams are going to sing along with some well-known records now in the round called Pick Up Song. As is, 
As is customary on these occasions, Samantha has spent several hours researching the team's discs in the gramophone library. She popped down there this morning to find the archivist had rushed back from his hiking holiday, especially to open the place up for her. Still with his boots and knapsack on, he was kindly tidying the place up. Samantha says there's nothing better than a neat rambler down in the basement. <laughs> anyway, I see she's now in DJ mode and poised over the turntable, ready to pump up the volume. You should sing along with the music teams until at my signal she turns the volume down. If when the music returns you're within a gnat's crotchet of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean prizes. <laughs> and if you're expecting me to say, what do points mean? Prizes! You're in for a bitter disappointment. <laughs> this week's prize will ideally suit young Sex Pistols fans who want a good night's rest. It's this lovely pair of punk beds. <laughs> okay, teams, for this show, I'd like you all to assume the roles of the four finalists of Pop Idol. And we'll start with you, Graham. Tonight, I'd like you to be Darius Stanish, providing your rendition of Let There Be Love. Let there be you. Let there be me. Let, Let there be oysters under the sea. Let there be wind and occasional rain, chili con carne, sparkling champagne. Let there be birds to sing in the dream, someone to bless me. Whenever I sneeze. You now, Sandy, and I'd like you to be Zoe Burkett, providing your version of Get Happy. <laughs> get your troubles, come on, get happy. You better chase all your cares away. Sing hallelujah, come on, get happy. Get ready for the judgment day. Yeah. The sun is shining, come on, get happy. The Lord is waiting to take your hand. Shout hallelujah, come on, get happy. We're going to the promised land. We're heading across the river. Wash your sins away in the tide. It's oh, so peaceful. On the other side, forget your troubles. Come on, get happy. Come on, get happy. You were also supposed to come in in the right key, but still, we were. <laughs> Barry, your natural casting is the lovely Gareth Gates, and I'd like you to provide your version of Unchained Melody. For your touch A long Lonely time And time Goes by 
so slowly And time can do so much Are you still mine? I need your love Finally, Tim, I'd like you to be Will Young singing your version of Evergreen. You're the one good reason You're the only girl that I need Cause you're more beautiful than I am ever Moving on, I see the next game is Sound Charades. This is based on the erstwhile television favourite Give Us a Clue, where teams of players used to delight their audience by miming the titles of songs, films or plays against a strict time limit. <laughs> the most highly skilled of all was Lionel Blair. <laughs> but how the tears of frustration welled up in his eyes during their Italian tour at not being allowed the use of his mouth to finish off two gentlemen of Verona. <laughs> Andy, you're to start, please, and your title will shortly be displayed to the audience via a laser display board. <coughs> For listeners at home, here's the mystery voice. Dirty Harry. Dirty Harry. Right, you're guessing this one, Barry and Graham. Off it, you go, Tim and Sandy. It's a film, and there are two words, and it goes like this. Potter? Yes, sir? Don't do that. Sorry, sir. <laughs> Ah, ah, yes. 
if I said Hitchcock? <laughs> You'd be going for a cheap laugh. Yes. <laughs> I sense a bit of uh, dirty trouble here. Mm, dirty, I think. Or, or trouble with, you could say, couldn't you? That's where I in was In two aiming. words. Yes, in two words, you couldn't do it. No. <laughs> As I've discovered to my cost. Uh, dirty dancing. Dirty is probably near. Dirty dancing. Dun dirty dancing. Yes, yes. Yeah. <clears throat> dirty Harry. Ah! <laughs> right, your turn, Barry and Graham. Your title's now being exhibited on the laser display board. And here again is the mystery voice for listeners at home. Monsters, Inc. Monsters, Inc. OK, off you go. Uh, it's a film, and it's two words. Film, two words. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> Let me give you a hand with the washing up. Oh, yes, all right. Uh, you wash, I'll dry. Good Lord. What? You don't wash the dishes in this, do you? Well, why not? Well, it's enormous. <laughs> So big. Yeah. Good Lord. Oh, you film parts of Titanic in here. Good gracious. The end. Was there a film called Big Sink? I'm thinking of the Poseidon adventure. Big. <laughs> You're on the right. Is it something sink? Yes. Would yes. it be very big ink? Yeah. Oh. Oh, oh, oh Monsters, oh, Monsters Inc. Inc. Oh. We move on now to a round that takes a look at the world of advertising, which has fascinated me for years. My all-time favourite were those PG Tips adverts, which always had me howling with laughter. And what a disappointment the cinema version was. What did Charlton Heston think he was doing? <laughs> no piano on his foot, and he never mentioned tea bags once. <laughs> now, I've brought along a selection of incomplete advertising slogans from past and present, and as a test of your advertising knowledge teams, I'd like you to supply the missing endings. Okay, we'll start with you, Tim. Can you complete the following slogan? Probably the best lager in. Paris briefcase. <laughs> you know, Sandy. Tense, nervous, headache, take. Me anyway. <laughs> One for you, Barry. I can't believe I ate the whole. And not the donut. And, Graham, one for you to finish off. Men can't help acting on... The bill. <laughs> Ooh. Tim, again. For great lager, follow the... For great lager, follow the briefcase. <laughs> Sandy, a man's got to chew what a... Woman gives him. <laughs> 
Larry, I liked you so much I bought the whole off license. <laughs> Graham, it, this is your one. It does exactly what it says on the health warning. <laughs> Right, well, here are some slogans for any of you to complete. Top readers recommend... Shagging. <laughs> you cleaned that up, didn't you? <laughs> you could see the mental edit happening, couldn't you? At 60 miles an hour, the loudest noise in the new Rolls-Royce comes from the... Cyclist on the bonnet. <laughs> You can't put a better bit of butter on your... List of lubricants. <laughs> and finally, come home to a real... Bollocking. <laughs> it's time now, time now for a musical round called Swanee Kazoo. Where the teams combine the so... Uh, can't read his writing again. Which is sad because it's typed. <laughs> it's time now for a musical round called Swanee Kazoo, where the teams combine the soothful lilt of the Swanee whistle with the startlesome chirrup of the kazoo. Piano accompaniment will be provided by Colin Sell. Actually, we're all amazed to hear that until recently Colin played exclusively with ELO, REM, and M&M. Until someone pointed out that his Scrabble set was missing a few tiles. <laughs> Tim and Sandy, you're going to start. Your song is Getting to Know You, and it's to feature Sandy Toxvig on the kazoo and Tim Brooke Taylor on the swanee whistle. now Barry and Graham. Your song is The Lion Sleeps Tonight and it's to feature, feature Barry Cryer on kazoo and Graham Garden on the Swanee Whistle.
end of the show, but it's just time to squeeze in a round of Plumber's Songbook. Samantha has to nip off now as her plumber is sending round the man who does the annual safety test on her gas boiler, which always gives her great peace of mind. She says it's good to feel the plumber's tester calls at regular intervals. <laughs> While she's away anticipating that, I'd like the teams to suggest song titles that might appeal to an audience of plumbers. Tim, will you start, please? Twist and shout when it's coming through. Cisterns are doing it for themselves. We'll gather ballcocks in the spring again. <laughs> you might as well wait until September. I can pee clearly now. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting on the blocked-up B-Day. <laughs> it's my putty and I'll cry if I want to. <laughs> Fifty ways to bleed your boiler. <laughs> Name one. <laughs> the minute you welded the joint. In the Name of Love by Dinah Rod and the Supremes. Plumber's favourite singers, Lulu, Frank Crapper, <laughs> S-Bend 7. Go for it, go for it. Go for it. Tools Holland. <laughs> Snoop Boggy Pop. There's a kind of flush all over the world. <laughs> Thermostat will be the day. <laughs> hey, you, get off of my clean carpet. <laughs> and that lovely one, once, twice, three times the estimate. <laughs> And so, ladies and gentlemen, as the frozen cod pieces of time are plunged into the boiling oil of destiny, before the Shakespearean actors of fate ask for the male doctor at the Burns Unit of Eternity, I notice it's the end of the show. So from the team, Samantha, myself, and the fine folk of Bradford, it's goodbye. Graham Garden, Sandy Coxvig and Tim Brooke Taylor have been given silly things to do by Humphrey Littleton with Colin Sells setting some of them to music. The programme consultant was Ian Pattinson and the producer was John Naismith. It's a marvel, isn't it? I thought that round of alternative ads was superb. Anyway, Humph and the teams will be back here on BBC Seven next week. And remember, the new series of Clue is running on Radio 4 on Monday nights at half past six and on Sunday lunchtimes just after midday. <laughs>